head. The farther backward you can look, the farther forward you can see. Winston Churchill. What is going on, fellow parentals? How are you doing this wonderful Wednesday? I've double-checked my audio this time. There's not going to be any technical issues. Fingers crossed. Again, we'll see how that goes. But, interesting to reflect and continue to see things that you just never saw before. Speaking of which, I see you sitting there and listening to this, and I hope you are feeling absolutely fantastic today. Today's episode is going to be on hobbies. I've talked about them a little bit before, and I think something dawned on me yesterday. And yes, I've advocated for improv, I've advocated for Dungeons and Dragons. I've recently realized that as you get older, your hobbies change. Understood. You have this constant evolution as you're going forward. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Like a caterpillar to a butterfly, we're constantly evolving. And sometimes we take two steps forward, sometimes we take two steps back. For instance, not in a bad way, mind you, I am getting back into chess, which is a treat for me. And while I was playing with a friend of mine yesterday, who's a father of two, what I posed was that your hobbies, as well as having some for yourself, maybe should redirect to be beneficial to the family. And you can take that as playing music. That can really tie a family together and bond them. And, okay, everybody can appreciate that. Woodworking. I'm starting to get into that. I'm starting to build my shop up. (laughs) Shop loosely. But I did just pick up a table saw, which I'm super excited about. And when I shared that amazing news with my family, one of my family members said that they have a miter saw that they're no longer using and offered to pass it along and give it to somebody who will continue to cherish and love it and use it. And it's beautiful. And the best part about that story is that it came completely out of nowhere. And I was already anticipating saving to buy my own miter saw. And I've been struggling about this for quite some time. And lo and behold, what are the odds? The things that happen when you open up and connect with those around you, it's humbling. And things just sort of fall into place. It it was really quite touching to find that out. But circling back to the hobby aspect... I'm getting into that. That can be a practical hobby. You can do fine woodworking, you know, cabinetry. If you want to do some renos, you can do some toys for the kids, right? And it is a nice way to zen out. But you know what potentially is better than having woodworking as a hobby? Well, this is what my friend posed. Being a parent in itself can be similar to a hobby. And that shook me to the core because... Yes, I understand that there's a paradigm shift when you have kids. They are little human beings that you have to take care of and you're responsible for. But you can also find the joy in it. And I already knew that I was going to have joy in being a father. I mean, hey, family values are huge for me, so that's a no-brainer. Having him say that being a parent can be a hobby in its own, like spending that quality time together, enriching your own life by being 
there for your family, for your kids. So that's what this episode is about. It's about shifting your perspective of being a parent and looking at it as a hobby, an overarching hobby. So your hobby is being a parent. And the goal of that hobby is how to bring the most to your kids' lives. And I got a couple here. And I didn't even realize that I had already talked about this stuff with my wife too, because we think, all right, what's the best way to bring more value to the everyday life of, you know, our family unit? What do we do all the time? Well, we cook. Great. One of those hobbies, besides actually cooking and appreciating it and trying new foods, new recipes, is teaching your kids cooking skills right? It's like a mini game in a way. And it's something that you can constantly do and reap the rewards because you can eat together. And (laughs) who doesn't love eating, right? A couple things that I've noticed is knife skills are super important. Safety, right? There is danger in using a knife, but if you introduce it properly, I don't think there's a problem with giving uh, a two-year-old a sharp an actual sharp knife. You just have to teach them slowly that you keep your fingers away from the sharp end and you start off with a dull knife. You cut bananas and then when they cut the bananas, they get to eat the bananas instantly. They're working for their food, almost instant gratification. Yes, they're going to struggle, but they're going to overcome that challenge and not only do they get the gratification of eating the banana, they get to feel good about themselves because they've contributed to the meal or snack because it's a banana. You have them watch you use the knife and your own safety skills in that essence. And they'll absorb that and they'll find the love of cooking because oftentimes I've heard of some families which cooking is a chore. Sure, it can be, but why not make it fun? That's a great life hack is making a daily necessity, something that is full of entertainment, joy, something that you look forward to. Perfect example of finding joy in cooking is my mother for Christmas last year gave me a set of hot sauces and they were labeled for different cities, I believe. And what we did is we chose that hot sauce at random and then we decided, okay, for the week, we're going to be cooking meals from that location. And that was a great way of spicing up our cooking experience. Pun very much intended. What's another hobby that you can look at to bring sort of fun to the whole aspect of it and and life way in the future, right? Best way of learning is to have fun. Music is another one. I know my father-in-law has passed on his love of music to my wife. And they talk about music all the time. They have a love of it. They will send each other music tracks of the day from Spotify. I mean, come on. How cute is that? From a perspective of a parent and kid, that is such a nice way of keeping in contact on the daily and also discovering new music along the way. There's this intrinsic ritual around record players and getting a new record and being excited for it. And I've started to take part in that. My mother bought my wife a Queens record. We binged that for like two weeks straight. 
there's just something nostalgic about it. So take that a step further. There's instruments to play. And there's a whole world to explore creatively there once you understand that. I'm still learning to play guitar. I'm on and off again. My father-in-law is joining that journey with me. He has his own guitar. Sometimes we collaborate notes. I'd like to think that one day we can play a song together. That's sort of the end goal. Very easy peasy end goal. One year we'll get to it. But if you start soon enough, you can pick it up really quickly. And as I mentioned earlier, you can bond around that music. My mother knows how to play the piano. My grandparents did, right? One gift that I actually gave my mother, (laughs) which I'm still waiting for the company to come in, is to tune the piano for my mom. I was thinking, what gift can I give my mom? She has everything that she ever wants is, well, get the piano tuned so she can crack out some songs again. Another creative hobby is painting. My grandfather painted all the time, and I have this amazing photo of my grandfather and myself painting side by side and I was oh god I was yay high I was like three foot tall I don't even remember how old I was then we're both in our little aprons he has his easel set up he's painting away and I'm also painting on an actual smaller easel it's the cutest thing and those are really good memories it feels good to create with your own hands which is why I'm starting to get into woodworking as well is that you can create something out of almost nothing, just whatever comes to your mind. If you need something, build it. And that's the type of people that our parents were, that our grandparents were. And as I continue this journey, I start to see those people that I really looked up to, and I can definitely see the path that I'm taking to join them at that caliber of just being an amazing human being. And that feels really good to know that eventually... I feel like I can reach that plateau that they sat on. Now, another hobby that I think is one that you might shy away from, but is actually quite beautiful, is bird watching. I haven't done much of this, but when I did meet up with a group of friends, we did a getaway for a weekend just to play board games. And one morning we got up and there were all these birds around and it was by Blue Mountain, but it was during the summer months and we got up really early went for a walk and my friend knew all of these birds these types of birds and the joy that was in his eyes when he was discovering what birds were around and a bird that he'd never seen before and he busted out an app which (laughs) phenomenal it identified what bird was chirping or doing its call and the reason why i advocate for bird watching is it's more of an idea Because today is go, 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 go. It is always so on. It's never off. We rarely get to turn our brain off. And heck, I'd even mention people watching. I used to think it was silly. Now I love it. I'll sit at the park with my dog and just watch people go around. It's also great for him too because he learns to relax a little bit in public. Being able to chill out, so to speak, when this North American culture is just 24 7 on there's never enough time to do anything forcing yourself to go and and do a hobby that is less productive in its observable benefits but internally you're finding your own peace and sort of recentering even going on to meditation that would be great for me to teach my kids to learn to to hone in on their own emotions and and understand their experiences and and feelings in that moment 
there's so many things out there, so many ideas, and I could probably go on for a lot longer, but I'll wrap up here and say that parenting is very much something that you should take seriously, something that you should respect. You shouldn't fear it, though, and you should find ways to enjoy it. And if you turn it into a game, in a sense, again, a hobby, all of a sudden it shifts your perspective. And instead of thinking, how am I going to keep these kids busy? How am I going to occupy them so they're not bothering me? It's all of a sudden, hey, we're spending quality time together. You're learning about this. Honorable mentions, somehow, if you can find a way to find finances fun and teach them that early, please let me know. Let me know if I missed anything as well that you think is an absolutely fantastic hobby for a parent to have and then to pass on to their kids. I'm so happy just to think about this stuff. I'm, my mind is racing and I'm going to go to sleep and I'm going to keep thinking about it and I'm probably going to dream about it and eventually I'll talk about this again. I'm sure I missed a whole bunch of stuff. Please let me know if I did. I'll see you next week. Much love. Hope you have a fantastic week in between getting together with me. And of course, if you do want to leave one of your thoughts behind, Instagram is a pretty darn good place of doing that. At Help I'm a Dad Podcast. <laughs>